in the temple, you change your clothes and that you do things that require you to shower and change. Um, that sounded really vague, but that's all and you need also to know really for this weird. Book. But frankly, it is also <laughs> vague and very weird. So continue. <laughs> and so anyway, this other individual I happened to see in the locker room. And um, let's just say he was very endowed. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm the oldest. I'm James, and I'm the evilest. I'm Andrew, and I'm the most wicked. We're We're brothers. brothers. And this is Mormon Raised. A sibling podcast. Today's episode is Gay Satan, where we talk about our other gay Mormon brother, Lucifer. So Satan. In Mormonism, Satan is a real person named Lucifer. And I don't mean that like Satan is real, like evil is real. I mean, Satan is a real person, like a person. Mormons believe everyone existed before we were born. We just don't remember that life. We were like uh, spirit people. We had the form of a person, but no body. Like, uh, like Moaning Myrtle from the Harry Potter movie. (laughs) Yes. Or like nearly headless Nick, like all of those guys. So Lucifer was one of these ghost spirits, just like we were. We were all God's children. Actually, he was even more important because he was a leader. God's left-hand man right behind Jesus. Something that's important here is that we were, while we were moaning myrtle ghosts, God the Father was not. He had a body. A perfect body with glowing porcelain white skin, rock-hard abs, and godlike powers. Yes, Daddy. (laughs) From now on, I'm going to call him Heavenly Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so to cut to the chase here, God had this grand plan where he wanted us to become like him. The idea is he would create Earth, and then all of us spirits would go to Earth and get a body, and we would be tested and learn how to become more like him. Um, and the, it, it was all great. The only problem was he knew that we were going to fail the test because part of this plan was getting free will. And he knew we were all going to choose to sin. Duh, sinning is way more fun. Of course, we're going to pick sinning over being righteous. So Jesus was God's favorite golden child like me. So he offered to sacrifice himself so that we could overcome sin and death. But overcoming sin was, you know, conditional. So we had to repent and follow the Mormon lifestyle, the million and a half Mormon rules, in order to get back and get God's love again. So Lucifer, God's best looking child, like me, thought of a better idea. (laughs) Getting rid of free will and forcing everyone to choose the right. And then everyone would get saved. And frankly, free will is an illusion. So Okay, easy Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> no love for that joke, Andrew. None. I don't even get it still. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't care about <laughs> philosophy. Hobbes didn't thought free will or taught, you know, philosophized that free will was an illusion. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> Half of the spirits liked Jesus's plan, and the other half liked Lucifer's plan. So there was a big war in heaven about it. And because we are Mormon, we must have been God's generals in that war. 
well, actually, Dan and Andrew, you guys are gay, so you must have been like, I don't know, foot soldiers. I was a general. No, 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 no. See, we were so valiant that God gave us a harder test because he knew that we could handle it. Because everyone gay loves really hard things. (laughs) No, this is actually... A really interesting part about Mormonism, though, is that everybody has these different theories about the war in heaven. and That's true. I mean, that's like what priesthood hour, half of it is like theorizing about these things. Right. Like people who are non-Mormon must have been less valiant in the war, and that's why they were born in a harder situation or... People and this is were... the chosen generation, the most righteous generation ever. Right. And going back a few generations, there were people who believed that black people were the less valiant ones. And that's why they were born into their circumstances. That's awful. I mean, it really is. It is awful. And it's just crazy to think that that's like at one point in time, we thought that was at least somewhat normal in our minds, you know? Yeah. But the the point is... Jesus won the war and Lucifer lost because God liked Jesus better. And so as punishment, Lucifer and all of his followers were sent down to earth, but as spirits, no bodies. And here we got a body, yaddy, yaddy. But big brother Satan doesn't have one. And he's pissed. Yeah, because it's all about the body, yaddy, yaddy. Okay, RuPaul. I, I, don't, I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, oh my you gosh, you don't bed. know... Can RuPaul's you watch Drag Race? Can you watch RuPaul's Drag Race once for me, please? You would love it. I'm a bad gay. I'm a terrible gay. I'm sorry. I got my straight brother to fall in love with RuPaul's Drag Race, but I can't get my uh, gay true. one too. I watch it religiously. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just so much to catch up on now, but so Satan doesn't have this body, adi adi. Uh, but because he is still like a real person, like a, like a moaning myrtle person, he still has a personality. Spoiler alert, Satan's personality is real fabulous. Remember in the Mormon underwear episode where we talked about the secret ceremonies in Mormon temples? Well, one of the key parts of those secret temple ceremonies is a movie with actors that play the parts of God, Jesus, Satan, Adam, and Eve. So, for example, Lucifer, Satan, is a main character in this movie, and the version that, you know, Daniel and I and you are familiar with, he was played by an actor who is an opera singer named Michael Balaam. He's kind of like, to me, he reminds me of, like, Sir Ian McKellen a little bit. I think he's more like Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Either way, Lucifer is obviously a big, flaming, silver fox homosexual. Just like all the Disney villains. And he really is like in the in the movie, they make his character seem gay, like in the most stereotypical, fabulous way. It is delicious to the taste and very desirable. Who are you? I am your brother. He's dramatic. He wears a very nice black cape. I thought it was a purple cape that he throws over his shoulder. He does kind of flourish a lot with it. And like over And he gives these soaring monologues. Yes. Scorching. Now is the great day of my power. I reign from the rivers to the ends of the earth. There is none who dares to molest or make afraid. Yes, a lot of um, uh, posing with his eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, 
the I forgot the eye poses, yeah. Your eyes are not yet open. You have forgotten everything. You must eat some of the fruit of that tree. Yeah, he knows how to smize. Mm-hmm. The eyebrows too. Um yeah. Oh clearly plucked. Mm-hmm. To pre- precision. Adam, here is some of the fruit of this tree. It will make you wise. And that's Satan. I will not partake you know? of that fruit. So Father yep. told me that in the day. Just very flamboyant I overall. You shall not truly die, but shall be as the gods, knowing good and evil. I will She's not a queen. partake of it. Trying to tempt us. Oh, you will not. Well, we shall see. That's his job now. Yes, so his job is to tempt us. Which he does by having make creating false religions that teach like philosophies of men, like Hobbes, mingled with scripture, like the Bible. Or if he's being real sneaky sneaky, he tells people he doesn't even exist. So were you guys ever scared of Satan? Yes. So specifically mom used to tell a lot of stories about Satan. And I remember being scared of things like Ouija boards. I remember she told us this one story about how she had friends that um, had the sleepover and they played with a Ouija board. And the way I remember her telling it is that that night while they were sleeping after playing with the Ouija board, the, the doors of the washing machine and dryer kept opening and closing yeah, like she did. rapidly, That's what she said. or like the cabinets or something. Yeah, and I just remember being terrified. And she was it, the point of the story was like Satan is real. Don't mess with him. Yeah, like you don't ever do those like Bloody Mary things or like anything. Yeah, don't if, even if joke you, about it. It's kind of like um, Voldemort from Harry Potter, where I'm really getting into these Harry Potter <laughs> um, <laughs> analogies. But it's like Harry Potter, like Voldemort, like you say his name and he'll show up, kind of thing. Yes. There, she also, so I used to read fantasy novels. I was really into these like epic fantasy novels. And one time she found, she like opened the book that I was reading and found like reference to stuff that she thought was evil. And she banned me from reading that entire series. She like threw away all the books. Oh, what series was that? Do you remember? Um, there, I do, you know, I don't remember the name of the book, but it had this, the guy named Richard and he had magic powers and there was this really evil guy. Is there a book? Anyway, it was dark. Mm. Is there a book about a magical dick and that's why mom didn't let you read it? That's all fantasy novels, actually. (laughs) The villain was kind of gay or gender fluid or something. There was something about it. I do think that might have been part of it. (laughs) She used the magic is evil as an excuse to take away this is queer <laughs> so if you recognize the plot line of this story write to us and let us know what it is because i don't remember yeah you didn't really give us a lot to go off of but richard and an evil man yep that has a magical <laughs> dick did you guys believe mom when she said that magic is evil yes yeah yeah i believe that satan was a real ghost i kind of always just rolled my eyes you weren't oh, afraid really? of it no i was i'm not afraid of anything no, I'm, I'm just joking. I, yeah. I, I didn't think that, I didn't really believe her. I did think that um, homosexuality was from Satan, but. So you still believed in Satan. You just didn't believe Satan could like pick up a plate and throw it against the wall. No, he could force me to watch pornography. That was about it. But I wasn't like scared of that. <laughs> I kind of secretly enjoyed it. You know, it's funny. I would do that too sometimes, you know, like sometimes I'd say, okay, 
uh, Satan tempt me, you know, like maybe you should tempt me by having a girl hit on me a little more and see if I do bad things. Exactly. Like (laughs) that would be, or, or, Hey Satan, you want to tempt me with some like tons of money? Maybe it'll be a real good temptation for me. You can buy anything in this world. You know, I did think like, some of those hey, things. Hey, Satan, I'm not going to type this website into the browser, but if you wanted to tempt me and give a pop-up that I can't control. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh, Satan, tempt me with some really hot men. I definitely I definitely did believe and was scared of Satan, though, sometimes. So sometimes I would have those thoughts. But other times, like, if I were watching a horror movie, I'd be like, oh, no. They're, they're saying it's like Satan. I'm inviting Satan into the room, and that's why I'm so scared. Like... I really conflated the scariness of the horror movie with like Satan being in the room with me. Yes. Well, and part of that I think comes also from teachings of the Holy ghost. So the Holy ghost is supposed to make you feel warm and fuzzy. And so if you feel the opposite, if you feel dark and anxious and heavy, that's the presence of Satan. I mean, I took Satan really literally um, and the whole Lucifer thing really literally. So I remember very distinctly, mom teaching us that the only place where Satan couldn't go was the temple. And that was always really exciting to me because in life, I felt very bogged down by temptation. So I was excited to go to the temple where I wouldn't have to feel temptation anymore. Did you guys have that same expectation? No. Um, I don't think I felt that as strongly. I didn't feel as tempted in the daily as you did, though. You weren't like constantly thinking about men? Exactly. I wasn't gay. So to me, you know, as long as I didn't masturbate or something, I was fine that But even I, I didn't expect the the temple to remove all temptation. I did because Satan wasn't allowed inside the temple. Yeah, but there's like locker rooms in the temple. Like, obviously, you're going to look over. Well, exactly. So (laughs) (laughs) when I finally did go into the temple... I did very much have gay feelings and I felt so awful about this because I thought I had brought Satan in with me. Like he wasn't allowed in the temple, but because I went in the temple, you alone were able to bring Satan into the temple Mm. and ruin God's plan. So powerful. (laughs) Yeah. He couldn't get in on his own. He needed to hitchhike. Why do I feel like this is another example of you thought so much about yourself that you alone could bring Satan in God's temple? Like you were very conceited as a kid. Yeah, here, here, I, I agree with that. <laughs> and here's the thing too. <laughs> if Satan can't even get into the temple, why are there locks on the locker room? Speaking of that locker room. So that nobody steals your shit. Exactly. Oh. Uh... <laughs> No, I just, I, 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 I honestly thought Satan had snuck into the temple with me, and that's why I had gay thoughts there. And I was also really paranoid that everyone else was going to figure that out. Oh, like they could see your like aura or something. Am I saying yeah, that, that they would feel aura? darkness, or that like you know the temple is full of mystery, especially when you go in for the first time. You don't know what's going to happen. So I kind of thought that there was like a thing that was going to happen. And I thought whatever that thing was, maybe it wasn't going to work. And that mm. would be my fault. Like a failed like uh, Patronus or something. Exactly. Can we stop talking about Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Fine. That was the last one. <laughs> I have a word to say concerning these people. If they do not walk out to every covenant they make at these altars in this temple this day, they will be in my power. Satan, we command you to depart. By what authority? In the name of Jesus Christ, our master. So another thing that happens, another thing that happens is when you are given the priesthood, it's like the power of God. So all men have it that are above the age of 12. You can cast out devils. So one thing on my mission, I was like asked to cast out devils out of some people's homes. Did that, did you guys ever do that? That's really weird. Are you, they would just like walk up to you and be like, I have a devil in my family room. You need to cast it out. Yeah. But in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my, that's much more common in central and South America. Not in Brazil. I just, I, I never had it in Brazil. I think that's super weird. <laughs> What, 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 yeah, it happened maybe, a couple times. What did like, you do? Members or non-members sometimes even. I went into the house and I prayed and said, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, get thee hence. You know, like they do in this, the Bible. And did it work? Hence. And in the temple. Well, yeah, I mean, Satan doesn't exist. So <laughs> when I said he was gone, he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> in Los Angeles, there were a, a few situations like that. Usually I was like asked to... Like I, I was asked to bless houses and bless things like after evil things had happened. Hmm. So it'd be like, oh, my child did drugs and here, and now I need you to bless the house and cast out the evil. At least you I guess you weren't righteous enough, Andrew, to cast that on the devil. I guess. But Daniel, you never said like, Satan, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Okay, fine. One time I did say that. What, what happened? <laughs> but it it wasn't because anyone had asked me to. It was because... Oh. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, right? I was feeling particularly gay. And I, would, and I was feeling oh. a feeling of evil. And so I decided to cast out Satan. I was by myself. I, it was my freshman year. You were b- Satan, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, yeah, well, Satan. gay Satan is in upon defense, me. There's too much gay Satan. In my, in my defense, if Satan is as gay as they portray him in the temple, then of course I had to cast him out to get rid of my gay thoughts. Well, it didn't work. So. No, <laughs> clearly. All right, so say this is all true. Say Mormons are right, and God's plan was to send us here, wipe our memories, and let Satan tempt us, gay Satan tempt us to do gay bad things, or just bad things. I have to say, I all, still all, go back. All bad things are a little bit gay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I think I'd still go back if I were to redo it and support Satan plan. I mean, Mormons are like less than one basis point of the population, so obviously oh their plan James, didn't work can you that please way. just can you please just say one thousand of a percent and not be such a finance bro? It's not one one thousandth of a percent. It's one one hundredth of a percent, Daniel. <laughs> Close enough. Um, I, mean, I mean, not really. The point you is, <laughs> and the point is, almost nobody is Mormon. And most and people also won't make it. almost nobody knows what a basis point. <laughs> I is. use it all the time. Obviously, I know what a basis <laughs> yeah, point <it> is. 
<laughs> but <laughs> so one basis point is all that's going to make it back to Heavenly Father, if that, according to his grand plan. So, I mean, frankly, I think Lucifer was onto something in trying to get more of us back home. It will make you wise. It is delicious to the taste and very desirable. I loved going to the temple, but I always wanted them to remake the temple video with higher production values. I mean, there was so much potential. Could you imagine if Disney made the temple videos and made them like a real movie? Yes. There you go. But if Disney is going to produce the next temple video, who would play gay Satan? Oh my gosh, I think we just found a podcast game. Well then, uh, who are the contestants? Uh, duh, every Disney villain, they're all gay. L- let's go through some of them. Obviously, you've got Ursula, who was based off of Divine, right? Yes, drag queen. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. She's definitely... She also just has the ad- attitude of, of like a, a... The sass. Yeah. And then speaking of sassy queens, there's Scar from Lion King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely gay because he's like the gay uncle and he, um, no one, he's not married, I don't think. He's just, he's just hanging out with a bunch of hyenas. Yes. And he talks like, you know, very, talks very gay. Yeah. It's, see, that's a good point because even when he becomes the king, when he overthrows his brother, it's not like he has any interest in any of the lionesses. Exactly. He wants just to hang out with the hyenas and who wouldn't? They seem great. (laughs) At Pride Rock, exactly. (laughs) Happy Pride Rock. Come hang out with me and the hyenas. Um, Okay, so in that same little... We we, we missed one between Little Mermaid and Lion King, and that is Jafar from Aladdin. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Though Mm -hmm. though he is a little bit interested in... uh, What's her name? Uh, Jasmine. Uh, Is he interested in her... Or is he just interested in the position of marrying her? And let's not forget, he has to use a genie to make her fall in love with him. And then he puts her in a like a in chains and locks her up, and then in a hourglass, like. Yeah, but she he, she also does that like little like uh, like the job of the hut where he puts her in the bikini outfit. Yeah, and I'm I would saying, love that bikini devil's outfit. Devil's advocate I, here. Jafar probably tried that on before he gave it to um, Jasmine. He probably used yeah. it on himself. And and he, what does she say? Your beard is so twisted. Can we talk about that beard? Because I'm sorry, no straight man spends that much time grooming not just his facial hair, but his eyebrows, uh, not to mention the eyeshadow. I thought you were going oh, to say that Jasmine was his beard. <laughs> his real obsession is not Jasmine, it's Aladdin. I mean, Jafar just can, he cannot stand being upstaged by a younger, well-dressed prince with a bigger feather in his turban. I'm delighted to meet you. This is my royal vizier, Jafar. He's delighted too. Ecstatic. Yeah, and he's like spying on him, you know, with his little orb mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Aladdin is naked basically most of the movie, and so you can see why Jafar is so obsessed with him. Okay, the next one. What's who's the next one? Uh, there's so many. I mean, Gaston. Yes. Oh, that yeah. One 100% mm-hmm. agree with. Mm-hmm. He's even Muscle got his queen. little uh, his little uh, guy that's following him around all the time, telling mm-hmm. him how good looking he is. 
Yep, and every what, last what inch game? of him is covered in hair. I want to see every last inch. Mm-hmm. Does you that make him a bear, a or is he still a jock? He's a muscle queen. He's a gym rat. He also is only interested in the one girl that's not interested in him back. Like, he can get oh, any yeah. girl he wants, but doesn't no. Doesn't care about any he doesn't care about them. He wants the one girl that isn't looking his way. It. I feel like I did that all the time. It was like, oh, it's too bad I'm single. The one girl that I like is unavailable. <laughs> Britney Spears. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, who else? We, well, we have Frollo. The, the I don't know priest. who that is. Okay, Hunchback of Notre Dame. We had to walk out of that movie, right? <laughs> yeah, we did. We never saw the end. So yes, okay. Side note: There's a song where he sings about Hellfire, and we saw the movie as a family in the movie theater, and our mother was so offended by the use of the H word, H E double hockey. Well, I think she thought it was like Satan worshiping because there's like devils in the fire. Yeah, well, and and he's gay, so there's that. So she walks out and demands our money back yeah so i guess is he gay i don't remember i just remember the the fire scene <laughs> yeah so he's, in my memory he's like forever. he the in but in that like fire hellfire song he's like feeling really really guilty because he's having sexual thoughts and he's a priest and he's not supposed to mm. and again with the eyeshadow i don't know why all disney villains have such great eyeshadow and maybe to, to remind kids that whores wear makeup <laughs> well <laughs> speaking of whores and makeup <laughs> there's yeah, which, uh, which villains coming next <laughs> we've got maleficent that's fabulous makeup and cheekbones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, those angelina jolie like, cheekbones really yeah, articulated well i'm i'm thinking drag queen again i mean you, you those, yeah those those Cheekbones are painted on. True. Very true. A lot of contour. Okay, drag queens. What about Cruella de Vil? Oh, yes. Lots of contour. Lots of drag queen And that, like, wig? I mean, nobody has Mm -hmm. white hair on one side and black hair on the other side. That's just not a thing. That's a wig. It's a weave. Uh, There's so many whores in makeup. We have Hades. I wouldn't say he has makeup. Well, I would definitely say he's gay. He definitely has a good head of hair. Super obsessed. He's definitely with sassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the sass. Correct. He but he's obsessed about his looks. Definitely with the hair. I feel like also yet again he's single and like not really interested in like a girl. Like all the other gods have like partners. Exactly. You know, or... male and female, and he's alone. He's alone with I mean... his two little fun uh, twinks. And obsessed with Hercules. Who wouldn't be? (laughs) Talk about chasing twinks all day. We've got to put Captain Hook in here. Oh, that's if he's gay for being obsessed with Peter Pan. Oh, my God. That's kind of bad because Peter Pan's a kid. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Well, this was, okay, this came out in 1953. That's like total gay panic. You know, so of course they want to depict him as a predator, but I'm sorry. Those ruffles, the pink, the prissy dandy act, obsessed with the sword, Captain Hook. He's a daddy. 
Okay, the next one, the next one. <laughs> um, with Frozen 2 coming out, what about Prince Hans? Definitely oh, bad guy. Definitely that one. not interested in um, the person, that the princess. But faking it. But Totally it. faking it. And very good actor. Very yeah, cute. Well, I just, lots of siblings. We love a man with lots of siblings. And again, he runs around stealing half sandwiches and is obviously very gay. If he mm-hmm. was straight, he would just eat the full sandwich. <laughs> Back to our premise here. One of these characters is the perfect actor to play Satan in the Mormon temple video. Which one? Oh, I can't pick one. That's so hard. I think I'm I think right now I'm leaning on Jafar. Now where were we? Oh yes. Abject humiliation. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't think he's the gayest of them all. A princess, there's someone I'm dying to introduce you to. But I definitely think he would fit the gay, like he fits the Satan in the temple video perfectly. Yes, he's got those, the you know, the angled eyebrows, the twisted beard, which you all know Mormons hate beards. Now, pussycat, tell me more about myself. You're tall, dark, yeah. well-dressed. Go on. And your beard is so twisted. And then yeah. the cape, his cape would just be so perfect for the Satan monologue when he, you know, is all defiant and he, um, you know, says, I'm the god of this world and whatever. I hear you. What is it you want? Who are you? I am the god of this world. You, the god of this world? Yes. Interesting. I think Jafar would be a good choice. My first thought was, I mean, Hades, if I was taking this very seriously and literally, Hades is Disney's gay sated. If I was going to do it for Disney. So I'm going to say that's Disney's answer. My answer, if I could pick someone, I kind of want it to be Ursula. I think she's the most fabulous and the most interesting and she is based off of a drag queen, which I love drag queens. That's a good, that would definitely make it a lot better of a movie. <laughs> yeah, right? It would be oh. w- way more interesting. Oh, Adam and Eve, you poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what I want. Here, have some of the fruit of this tree. It's what you live for. In it. <laughs> some of the fruit of that tree. It'll it make wise. you wise. It's delicious to the taste and very desirable. <laughs> Is there no other way? Okay, well now I feel bad. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. The only way to get what you want is to become a human yourself. It's what I live for. Good choice with Ursula. So my choice then, I think I would go with Scar. I think he's got that dark big brother who should have been the king, but was (gasps) looked over. And so that's why he's out to 
destroy the world. I am your brother. You, my brother? And come here to persuade me to disobey father? I have said nothing about father. He's the literal younger brother of Jesus. I mean Mufasa. Why, if it isn't my big brother descending from on high to mingle with the commoners. Exactly. Who sacrifice, who kills him in yes. a cross-like manner. Oh my god. It's perfect. he's like falling, he's got his like hands out like a cross. You know, yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Pause, I guess. I think, I think you're right. So. Scar would make an amazing Lucifer. So did we just pick the winner? Is that it? Well, I think Ursula is better. Well, I think I have two votes to your one, Andrew. Sorry about it. Oh, I shall practice my curtsy. Okay, wait, wait. I am gonna. I'm still gonna push back again. I still think Jafar would be amazing because he's clearly dressed in the robes of an unholy oh, yeah. priesthood. He has that apron and everything. Mm-hmm. So in the temple video, Satan wears like a black version of the temple um, sacred robes of the priesthood. Well, this is unfair because I don't know remember enough about the temple video to link it to Ursula. <laughs> Andrew's all about I just d- having a great video. <laughs> exactly. If you want to make a good gonna movie, have the best video. Yeah, she's gonna, gonna give have her the a musical singing. number. <laughs> she's gonna have the best dancing. The I most sass. Okay, guys, we need your help. Let us know on social media or find a way to pray to us and tell us who the winner should be. <laughs> just follow us on Instagram, guys. If you're not following us on Instagram yet. What is your problem? At Mormon Raised Podcast. I just got a bunch of prayers telling me that Scar is the winner. So let's let our audience decide which of these three fabulous queens would make the perfect father of lies in the Mormon temple. We have contestant one, Jafar, contestant two, Ursula, and contestant three, Scar. We'll put a poll up on Instagram. Follow us there. Tell us your favorite. And uh, we'll see who wins. Let's close this out like the devil knows how. In In the the name name of of Lucifer of Latter-day Saints, Saints, amen. Follow us on Instagram at Mormon Rays Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to stream. The music in this episode is Anthem for the Good Life by Young Presidents, courtesy of Shutterstock, Inc. That's a temple joke. In the temple, you get an endowment. Well, he seemed to already have the endowment. Maybe that's the magic thing that didn't happen to you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) The magic dick (laughs) that you weren't allowed to read about. (laughs) Oh, no. If only I had been more righteous, I could have been endowed in the temple. Cool.